go. Oh my goodness. And tonight we are doing robots. Talking about robots. I just realized that's a pretty generic title. You probably don't even know what movie we're actually talking about. It's a, it's a new movie this year that came out in 2023 called Robots. And uh, it is on Hulu right now. Uh, why are we talking about this, Nicole? Because uh, we opened up Hulu and it was the first thing that was there and we clicked on it. That's right. We're Everyone's uh, away for the next week or so, so we need something to, uh, re- to talk about. And maybe we just did a theater movie, so we just needed something on streaming. I haven't really been keeping up with what the new random crappy stuff that's been popping up lately. And uh, so we just blindly grabbed, didn't even, I mean, we read the synopsis. That's about it. That's right. 90 minutes. Uh, Charles is a womanizer, while Elaine is a gold digger. The duo learn humanity when forced to team up and pursue robot doubles of themselves. This has a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 38 with the audience, and a 5.5 on IMDb. So, not the highest scores. Uh, Again, we didn't... uh, Usually, we, we tend to pick stuff that are on the higher end of critical scales or, or or just big stuff uh usually we don't pick on small stuff like this but maybe maybe that's not what we're gonna do maybe we uh, disagree with those critics and we we enjoyed this movie perhaps if uh, you haven't seen robots hulu 90 minutes that's what's going on and we're gonna spoil it here now so i just read that little synopsis there uh i mean you get the the general idea uh it's 2032 it's like near future 10 years in the future ish and our two leads are shailene woodley and jack whitehall who are tv people i guess you would recognize them from i don't really see them in very much stuff that i watch but i think they're recognizable faces uh and you got jack whitehall playing charles who is uh a, like a what is he like a trust fund kid and he sleeps with women all the time and he's gross and misogynistic and he sleeps with all these women by using his uh, android double e2 uh c2 who is uh exact copy of him and is uh, just just an android who has a generally pleasant personality and does his bidding so that he can sleep with women uh, faster and uh he meets uh or the, the android meets another android not uh knowingly at first uh e2 who is uh Elaine's double, and Elaine is a woman who uses her double to uh, steal purses, not steal purses, uh, go on dates with guys so they buy her stuff, and then she uses the android to sleep with them so she doesn't have to, and she can get more purses. She's a sugar baby without them knowing she's a sugar baby. There you go. That's a much better way of describing it. Anyway, these two are not the most likable people, but their androids are pretty much completely slaves to them, and they fall in love pretty quickly on, and they're going to run away together. So now we have to follow the two not-so-likable human characters try to stop the androids from running away to Mexico together. Because, in this world androids are uncommon and uh, not allowed i mean you can have like the sanitation ones that like do like menial jobs and stuff there's a whole uh, illegal immigration arc in this film as well but um eh, what i would talk about that robots what did you think about it nicole yeah why do we gotta do that whole thing that that was which the all of it the, the whole thing the yeah, uh, i guess yeah <laughs> The the Republican immigration situation was like, bam, right in your face in the beginning. And um, 
you know, it's it's kind of strewn a little bit throughout. They reference QAnon, I guess, a lot with the friend. Oh, um, yeah. Fat Ninja. Fat Ninja, yeah. Um, and they have what look like Hispanic robot masks, so that's interesting. Um, <laughs> I... I've I've seen Shailene Woodley before. I mean, she's just the same type of character all the time, in my opinion. Um, but I haven't I haven't seen that uh, actor before. I, I don't know if I I'm supposed to know him. Jack or Whitehall else. is in. Let's see. He's in like he's a, in British TV shows as like the lead in he wouldn't come across my radar really then they're called fresh meat bad education and then a bunch of he's in movies as like as like uh he's in like kids movies like jungle cruise clifford and uh what else a movie called mother's day the nutcracker these all sounds like he sounds like a, a, a ya actor or maybe even younger than uh, that yeah well so is she i mean she was in the fault in our stars so hey there you go the, um, you got two uh ya actors who are now in their early 30s mid 30s and they're doing i don't know like raunchy raunchy b movies i guess yeah uh, wow <laughs> cool that's where the, um, the careers have uh, turned to I don't think that the the twenty percent is um, when I said oh wow earlier I uh, I guess I I was shocked to think it would be that high <laughs> I don't know oh that um, high oh <laughs> I mean it, we we sat there and watched it uh, felt like longer than an hour and thirty minutes for some reason. Um, the I think the best part of the movie is the scientist that creates these illegal clones. He's kind of funny. Um, but the way out of sync storytelling and the like misuse of the the scenes, I just feel like they're they're strewn together so poorly. Um, very distracting and it was like i i can't fucking watch this anymore I, that's how i felt like as we got to it's like the hour mark i'm like no please <laughs> uh there's just some really foolish things in here um they they did well enough in me remembering who is who meaning the clone versus the real person cuz i usually get confused with that kind of stuff mm. um so they did they did find enough but uh, yeah, really jumping into their becoming like real beings very quickly. <laughs> so that was interesting. I don't know. This is this is this is kind of tough. Yeah, I, uh, I. This is the kind of stuff that I would never. I would if I had known this movie was like this kind of movie. We we chose on a whim, you know. We were just gonna be like, you know what? Anything new, whatever. Just pick it. It was high up on Hulu, so that means like any other person like us were scrolling along could just as easily have this recommended so it's not like we dug for this it's just across your plate and it's um yeah it's just like a lot it's like a lot of the movies that i watch to pump my numbers up basically just to be like yeah i'll watch it and like every once in a while one in ten of these movies 
is like pretty good and like kind of interesting. And I have like a small list of them of like these kind of smaller, a couple of people you've heard of uh, brushed onto the thing. Maybe didn't get good critical, but sometimes there's stuff in certain ones that I like. And it's, this isn't one of those. It doesn't have that value. It's uh, it's, it's one of the other nine. It's one of the other nine. It's uh, I would say the first 10 minutes I knew that I was like, Oh, this is, this is not going to be good. This is going to be a tough one. And then uh, the for like uh, then the next ten ish minutes, I was kind of a, maybe coming around. Like thought I thought we had a chance. I didn't look up the scores or anything. Didn't want to. I want to be a purist. And uh, I when the introduction to the actual robot, like the first time, like we're following it around. and It's very hallmarky, kind of on purposey because it's the robots and like it's so he's you know robotic. Well, we have yeah, we have to realize. Who who's the robot and who's not? Because I feel like they don't do a very good job of us understanding that. <laughs> you know, and he acts just like him. You think the the two the rope the two robot men act alike? Mm. I mean, if they gave him like a little bit more of a maybe a robotic voice or something, I don't know. I guess this is supposed to be so well created oh did you um, i had no trouble distinguishing personalities i just thought they were boring no stereotypical kind of characters I, th- I i thought maybe that's what i feel I, I didn't have a problem but i mean it was just like i don't know a stupid concept i don't know <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I think it was just i think it was bad execution I, like because i think the I, the concept seems okay to me because like it's like it's based on some short story by some guy the, the robot who looked my i think i was confused sorry yeah. i i think i was confused that his robot was going into the real world but she human was going into the real world i think i got kind of confused on that in the beginning oh yeah there was so at the very beginning or i guess when they meet each other when the robots meet each other I, I do agree with you there. I kind of forget. Is he dating? It's not the robot, both robots. When when he's out ice skating, isn't it the robot? I think when he's out ice skating, when, the very first like 10 minutes is all the robot, I'm pretty sure. And it's that other girl. And then later and then later on, he goes out, I think. and then Yeah, and then he goes. It's like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, okay, I'll give you that. I was confused for that little bit. But I was... Well, after that, I was okay because after that they split up, and then the rest of the movie, the majority of the movie is is the robot couple is paired off off screen, and we're following the human odd couple of the the trash people who can't like are shitty. Um, so like I, I I was yeah I guess I was hung up a little bit when they were first doing the dating, but then once once they have the, the switch up, you you called it the, the little notes on the on the refrigerator. And uh, so he goes to the wrong thing and says all the horrible raunchy things and then he turns the lights on. It's like that kind of stuff where I'm like, I could see that That was actually kind of funny. Yeah, a few beats like that are okay. Because they said they yeah, because they he said st- stupid things. Like it, it was yeah. just funny with what he said. No. We knew that was going to happen, but I mean, it was funny. That's why I thought, like, I think the script could have used, like, a, some punching up. I think, like, it's a, it says a short story it's based off of called The Robot Who Looked Like Me by Robert Sheckley. And usually when you got a short story, you just, like, beef it up to a 90-minute thing by adding jokes all around it. Like, adding jokes all around the robot premise. And I think that they could have, maybe should have done a little bit more of that. I don't think they lean on, they don't do too many 
robot jokey stuff because the majority of the movie after the beginning, which is the I would say the first 10 minutes is kind of rough. And then for like 20 ish minutes, I kind of like it like, you know, like it in a strong word, but like, it's kind of being clever. Like the reveal of the robots is a little clever. The, the gag of them begging for five hours or whatever. And like, like, Oh, this is very nice. I agree. Yes. Like there's some, there's just some like bits in there. And then when it's the humans, like on the run in quotations, it's just fucking boring as hell. So bad. It's so boring from like the half hour mark to the like most of the rest. Like there's a cut. It's got like five or ten minutes every once in a while. Uh, the jail scene I can remember, you know, because Fat Ninja has to come in. So that's you know that's an attempt at a joke. But when it's them, just like they're in a cabin at one point and they like go to someone's house that was house. probably some of the worst movie making i've ever seen was the whole cabin scene and the the morning after it was absolutely horrific it's just a sloppy and boring and nothing and blah. like that's that's the kind of stuff that like i like i watch you know what do i watch my hundreds of movies a year i got 40 of them are like this you know they're just like it's like nothing's going on and i give them full shakes because i wanted to i want to give them a try and there's some stuff in here that's that's not terrible what do we do we like any of the so what's we got we, we already said fat ninja a million times we got the, the half half brother and the dad and the the grumpy guy on the board of directors and they did uh they did what we don't like which is um Helping us to understand the relationship by using generic terms of half bro. Yeah, half bro is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, you know. I've never heard even any other movie say half bro before. That's just embarrassing. I guess because it's so extra, it's it's like it's beyond like it's like because no one would call you that. It's it is a specific name. But yeah, I I cannot stand in and like any movies when they call each other bro and sis organically like in quotations organically mm, i cannot no no brother or sister has ever called their bro or sis I just, no i feel like we could have come to that conclusion by the fact that he's the only one with a fucking british accent i think we could get it like this was was so unnecessary it's just like yeah like i don't know you're if you're writing a thing just think of a more clever way to introduce like tell us that he's the half brother. like there's just a way to do it you just have to I don't know. I, I don't have one off the top of my head. I don't think anybody has ever mastered it. So that's why people keep saying bro and sis, because there's no way to do it, I no, guess. No, it is, tr- it is actually, it's not true at all. There's plenty of movies that do it, and you don't notice they do it, because they're just, because they're well-written. Right. They're, I mean, why can't you just say, like, oh, did you call mom yesterday? Like, I, yes, I fucking get it Exactly. That that's exactly what, like, but you have to, they have to drive the point they're half home, so it's a little trickier. You have to be like... My mom's cooler than your mom, or so I don't know what it fucking like. There's like good movies. You don't notice. You don't notice them pointing out the familiar relationships. They are obvious to you. And yeah, they're like, what? What difference did it make that they were half siblings? Because I don't think that made a difference of the outcome of what he would have done to him. He didn't like him regardless. I guess just to so, distance him a little bit more. Like, oh, his full brother. Because at the end. If, I guess if he's your full brother, you want him to reconcile, but he doesn't reconcile with his brother at the end, does he? He just like he he makes him have a, a serious allergic reaction, which is uh, very very. You should not do that. Do not do not do not not allergies, people. Very scary. 
Um, trying to think who else. Oh, the, there's the inventor guy. The no, not inventor. The guy who has. I guess we haven't talked about E E three yet. The third. Uh, the third Shailene Woodley character. Oh my god. And uh, and the little nerdy guy who he what's his that actor's name? Paul Rust, who's from Love, the show on the Netflix show with Jillian Jacobs. I don't know if you ever watched that. I watched like one season of that. It was okay. No, I don't think so. It was okay. He's he's fine. But um, yeah, he's he plays like a weirdo guy, and he's got a he's got a a little. I said he was my favorite part earlier, but um, <laughs> I actually forgot about the love doll, which is so awkward. And if I were her, I guess she's kind of like uh, numb to the situation based on what she's done with her clone her second one mm-hmm. um her original uh that she doesn't feel as bothered by this what we've learned is like a stalker weird person to her like he she's just okay she just gets over so quickly that he's got this like love doll of her i i'm so perturbed <laughs> yeah i don't um perturbed is the right is the right word like i i get that these are supposed to be like whoa outrageous raunch, raunchy fella whoa they can't believe they're doing this but like yeah but they didn't do it enough like no it, they, it doesn't feel it like was, that at all it feels late like kind of lame like okay yeah like, they give him they give him like this bright blue truck which is so obviously going to be a huge part of the movie but I feel like they really tone it down to it's just this one part and it never it never comes up again. I don't know. It's just little stuff. They made it so important, but it wasn't. Yeah, and like I don't I, I don't even think about like there's other problems too. Like I'm we're just we are focusing on like real basic stuff, let alone like the logistical of like oh this world there's all these robots everywhere and like there's this this thing of like oh they're. They're taking the jobs. Illegal immigrants take our jobs, and we're gonna build this wall, and then we're gonna have robots. We're gonna build a wall, just like you know, just like everyone loves. And uh, then the robots are gonna take those jobs, and then Fat Ninja, who's like a QAnon guy, I guess, is like, "Oh, uh, those robots—they they are doing our work for free, and now I I don't have my work, and I'm a disabled vet." And then he's he's a chef or whatever. Like this stuff is just not funny. Is my point? Like, like that. Like, like. Oh, it's 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 so half baked and like, you gotta flesh that out. It's like a first draft. Like this is like okay, that's a good idea. Like, what's now? What are you gonna do in the movie? Like, what's the actual thing you're gonna put in the movie? Like, you're not gonna well, actually. The other thing, I don't know if you noticed at the beginning. It's one of those movies that has like six production houses. Oh yeah, that happens like, all the time. What the fuck with these is kind of all things. that? It's because they're. I mean, they're. Movies are hard to make, and they're expensive, and it's hard, and they're time constraints. Like, this is probably a nightmare of, of we have a million here, and 500k here, and we have two weeks with this actor, and a one day with this actor, and oh shit, this thing fell through, and like, I'm sure it was a huge, anything that's not, you know, a giant studio picture is a pain in the ass to make. These mid-budget you know, movies are like... I, I like. There were times I'm watching it. Remember, remember towards the end, and it's Shailene Woolley and Jack Whitehall as their robot selves, and they have announced their wedding, and they're doing their little like dance, and everyone's kind of looking at them awkwardly, and that's supposed to be like, oh, they're weird dancing, old, old, and that's kind of like, haha, awkward, funny, but like I'm looking at it like it's just those two actors, and everyone has to on on, on this 
set and everyone has to stay like these 40 extras have to stand around and like uh, kind of like clap and like move their shoulders back and forth and they probably did that for like three hours just that stupid uh-huh. and I'm just looking at it I'm like and the set looks kind of cheap or I don't even know what it, what's going on here like or is it like a it just looks it just looks not like high grade you know it looks like a like oh they're stretched like this is I see all the strings I see all the seams pulling and they're try they're professionals trying to put on a good show here but it's just uh it's just kind of cheap yeah I agree with that I just feel like the whole um location situation is pretty bad too I feel like you know they're supposed to be like in the deep desert of texas right at the mexico border because they get there within daylight so (laughs) it's not like they're you know days away from the border so it just doesn't look like that i I don't know i've never been there to know but it's just it's a big mess it's not as it's 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 like it's not as good as like uh what are some like the big comedies we've done this year like uh, no hard feelings that was like a real theater Old school right. throwback feels like a real movie comedy, and that that was like. But I I would also not like like this is not great, but uh, obviously, but like remember uh, what was what was on our bottom five couple couple years ago that that Rob Cordery film and uh, and who who else was in that you know what I'm talking about bad therapy okay. bad therapy oh yeah or bad therapy like this is bad in my opinion like it's of the same production quality like I see the same kind of like flat cheap thrown together these these actors weren't really given much direction they're just doing their best with with ah, i'm here for a week kind of thing and it feels like that but this feels a little bit like a little bit better than that i don't know if you remember that movie at all but not really <laughs> i'm just trying to compare it to other like crappy like i i know it's, it's shitting on it but like i've I, other like comparable movies other other low budget ilk of these like c-list tv actors i don't know if i'm being honest with you it is so difficult to talk about this movie because it's just so bad like i can't even i can't even like say anything about it (laughs) then we'll uh we can call it early then we don't need to we don't need to stretch this out do you i mean i think the i think the numbers speak for themselves here uh you agree with them you're saying uh yeah, I told you I thought it'd be worse. So you thought it'd be worse than twenty, really? Yeah, I mean, there's like one funny part, and the rest is is just oh, do you sell those videos of yourself? Because I buy some. Like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> hey, come on, people! That's what people want to. I guess they don't want to see it. Like, like Hulu's putting this up. Like, it's being advertised like across the banner. You know, like we yeah, like we didn't click through to find this. This was. Uh, like right on I click on the movies and then this was on the first 12 things that I visibly see on the page when I'm looking at the screen so it's there you know they're pushing it go see go see this uh, you do, I guess I guess we should say if we should do you recommend robots Nicole no some asshole loves this movie I'm sure but I am not that asshole some today. asshole loves this movie. look Look, I I don't like doing doing these kind of movies where like I like shitting on things that like are made by delusional idiots like like the Tommy Wiseaus and the Neil Breens of the world. I like shitting on the Adam Sandlers of the world because they are hundred millionaires. They don't care about my opinion, and I think they're hack frauds. So, but when it's th- these kind of movies, I feel like it's just like people kind of trying and like not quite 
being up to stuff. Like it just couldn't. They just couldn't get it get it together. The team behind this, the writer director team production. They just scrambled, tried to make a thing. I don't know how much work was put in. It's a mixed bag. And uh, yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't recommend this either. This is something, this is one of those 90-minute ones that you're like, oh, is this a 90-minute one I can click on and be like okay with? No, it is not. You can scroll to the next 90-minute thing full of C-list people that is also probably, you could, you could do something else with your time. You could do something else with your I time. I agree with that. You could. Good. Two not recommends for robots, and we will be returning shortly. And I, I am very hyped for Killers of the Flower Moon, which is you're gonna have to see uh, probably because it's the, gonna be very good. The new Scorsese, four hours long almost. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna be glorious. That's that's like three of these almost. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, the meantime if you have things to recommend to us films with a woman in my life on facebook reach out to me on instagram i'm brennan underscore pod host and you can email the show films with women at gmail.com and you can find us on youtube just look up films with the women in my life all right well thanks for thanks for troop trooping through this one nicole being on for robots mm-hmm. till next time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.